Someday I'll get organized. Many of us have said those magical words, but there is even more of an urgency right now with us spending so much time in our homes. Not only do we want our homes to feel like an oasis, since many of us are also using it for work and school and even an entertainment venue, it's become more important than ever. Last year, we talked to a professional organizer and her recommendations on organizing our homes and lives were very eye-opening. I'm Sandy, and on behalf of Lene and I, we welcome you to Imagine Yourself. Today's episode shows us the way that decluttering and organizing your bedroom, your office, your home absolutely mirrors the ways that you can declutter and organize your life. All right, I'm buying it. You're into it? Because we've got in the studio today a courageous lady. She is willing to leap tall buildings filled with piles and piles of other people's junk and clutter. And she, <laughs> you like this, Sandy? I do. I'm picturing hoarders right now. There you go. She's not afraid. She will shine a flashlight on their situations and she'll navigate them through it all. Nadia Audette is a professional organizer a superhero, a home changer, a life changer. She's the owner of Essential Living. Welcome to the show, Super Nadia. Hello. Hi, everybody. Hi, ladies. How are you? <laughs> hey, Nadia. So um, we're probably not hoarders candidates, but I'm thinking you can probably help us. And you have helped Lene, right? Yes, I have. I had the privilege of working with Lene recently. I met you, Nadia, about two months ago. I realized that even though I'm a tidy person and I keep certain areas of my home very neat, I have these deep, dark recesses in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds scary. I mean, it is. I have... Um, Areas in my closet, areas in my basement. And those areas were just getting worse and worse. I couldn't even open the door just to one room. And oh. I, I really felt stuck. And I don't know Marie Kondo personally. I needed someone who's kind but firm. Ah, and- <laughs> firm, huh? Like throw that out and no, you can't keep this. Like the bell bottoms, remember? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you ever have, and don't mention any names or anything. But never. Do you ever, never. <laughs> but do you ever have people who don't want to change and don't want to purge? Because some of these things have lots of parallels to real life. Yes. Keep in mind, I'm going in someone's home. This is all their personal belongings. And I'm going through your drawers. I'm going through your stuff. It could be nerve-wracking. There's so many underlying issues of emotions that person could be going through. It's like people don't want to throw things away because there's that emotion tied to it, whether they're doing it themselves or they have someone like you, an organizer. But if we don't get rid of the clutter in our house, that causes more issues, not just a mess in your house, right? Absolutely. It's baggage. And it's something that you have to address because just like any underlying issue in our lives on a daily basis, if you don't address the problem, it's going to get bigger or you're just going to one day explode or, you know, you're going to get... up on hoarders. Yeah, unfortunately, you know, and I've come close to those situations. I personally haven't dealt with a hoarder hoarder, but I've come close. And I'm not a therapist. By all means, I don't have the answers to that part. And there are people that deal with that. But I definitely can see how it happens. And like going back to what you said, Sandy, there's a reason why people call me. And there is a reason why if you're noticing it, if you're acknowledging it, and it's bothering you that bad, you need to take the proper steps. Because I really, truly believe that everyone deserves to have a happy life, healthy life. Your home should be an oasis. You live this crazy life outside of your home, you can't control any of it. 
You can only control the things that are coming into your world. So when you come home from a hard day of work, from a trip that you're traveling for clients, or maybe you're one of those crazy sports moms or dads and you're just constantly busy, 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 no matter what your circumstance is, you should always come home and make it feel like it's an oasis, like you're walking into a place where you can feel calm, at ease. And don't get me wrong, everybody's house has imperfections. The normalcy of life is there. Mm. Isn't it about habits also? Absolutely. As far as breaking old habits that aren't working for you and learning to incorporate new Absolutely. habits and new ways? Is that part of what you're doing too? This still, I feel like, goes across the spectrum of keeping our lives organized. If we're constantly late or we're constantly overbooking our schedules and overwhelmed, if we constantly buy the same things over and over again. Because we can't find them. See, then we need to get organized. Yeah. Oh, Mm -hmm. that's happened before. I don't realize I have something in the back of my pantry. Or I wanted a Santa hat because our station plays Christmas music and I know I have a Santa hat in my Christmas boxes. I don't know what happened to it. I thought I had my Christmas stuff organized. But whether it's a Santa hat or a box of crackers, you know, you want to know where things are, right? And you don't want to keep buying it over and over again, you know, because you can't figure out where it is. It's about habits, getting that life reined in. Definitely. I want you to be able to use something and know that you have a place to put it back. I want you to know that you don't have 65 can openers. I want you to know. (laughs) I want you to. You want to know where your crackers and your Santa hat are. Right. your can openers. And and your Santa hat is not in your pantry. No. Right? So everything has to have a designated place. And listen to me right now. You waste so many hours and days out of your life throughout the year looking for stuff, replacing it, the money, the stress, and just countless clutter in your house. So Imagine you're like, I want to say it. Imagine yourself. (laughs) Imagine yourself walking into your oasis. And that's what I really want to get to the nitty gritty. What does that look like? And that can mean a million different things. Maybe it's not. I mean, eventually down the line, if you want to get nice furniture or artwork, that's just cosmetic. But what does it look like on a day to day functional basis for me and my kids? I know If my husband or my kids ask me where something is, 99.9% of the time, know where it is. Let's talk a little bit about mindsets in general, too, and how you can shift the way you look at things. I have a quote by Deepak Chopra that says, In the process of letting go, you will lose many things, but you will find yourself. You really want to be able to dig in deeply and find what's really important even on a bigger scale, in the words of Queen Elsa from Frozen. Well, this is, wait a minute. (laughs) And Frozen too. (laughs) Let it go. Let it go. That's why I say, too, there are people that sometimes in your life you have to let go of. We had a whole podcast episode just recently about changing your thoughts and how that changes your life. Sometimes there are ways of thinking that you need to make changes to. Um. I just want to encourage everyone out there, especially because I'm a living testimony, that that process of releasing, releasing some of the junk, whether it be physical or emotional or whatever it is, is very freeing. Sometimes it's more to it psychologically that Mm -hmm. people are holding. Why are they holding on to some of these little trinkets? It may remind them of something from their past. Maybe you need to 
even still let it go. And I think it's because we're nostalgic about things. And Nadia, you could probably speak to this. I'm never going to use this, but I don't want to let it go because it has some meaning. Do you ever encourage people to well, just take a picture of that and keep it in your phone and there's your nostalgia? Or is it, that's uh, not working yes. for people? Sentimental items should be anything that brings you joy. Had meaningful attachment. Maybe you went to the zoo on the special day with the grandparent that passed away and you want to keep that zoo ticket or whatever oh, yeah. it was that day. The sentimental totes that I have, they're probably the size of a shoebox, just to give you an idea. And I have about three or four of them. If you just have a designated spot and you have those few small totes or bins or decorative boxes, whether it's photographs or trinkets, anything, if you can make it look nice and put it on a shelf and it has a place and it's not creating clutter, go ahead, put it out. I want you to enjoy it because I want you to look at it and smile. But at the end of the day, if it's not something you want to necessarily look at all the time, put it in a nice little tote, label it, make sure it's in a safe place. If you don't really need to see it and touch it, but you just want to remember it, do you ever recommend people just take a picture? Here, I'm going to do an example. I have like 75,000 old radio station shirts that I will never wear again, mm-hmm. um, but I don't want to throw them away. Yeah. yeah. And they're from all the different stations I work from over the years. So I'm thinking I should probably just take a picture or something. Oh, right? I know what Nadia's going to tell you. It's going to be quilt time. Ah! Quilt, quilt, quilt. <laughs> no. You not know, you no, yes. Not you personally. Not you personally, She Sandy. showed me. Oh, my gosh. Tell yes. So I have a client who's doing this for her daughters. They are in a swim league, and she has a nope. million shirts from all their swimming meets and everything. And she's about to send it. You send it in. You literally oh. box. Girl, you are yes. not going to do the quilting. Stop. You don't no, have time for that. not you personally, Sandy. <laughs> she's cracking up so many <laughs> other talents. <laughs> Quilting might not be one of them. No. Can you imagine? Oh, I cannot imagine even picking up a needle and thread. (laughs) Well, I would teach you, but I'm not that skilled to do a quilt. But anyways, there are services out there, companies out there. You send the box in. They make a beautiful quilt for you. You're laughing, but or in your case, Sandy, this is for real. You take that picture and you donate those shirts or go ahead and toss them because I don't think you're the quilting kind of girl Mm -hmm. and um, I don't think you're going to use the blanket but no No, I'm going to sneak into Sandy's house tonight (laughs) I'm going to take all of those t-shirts I'm going to send that box away to that special place I'm going to get it quilted up and then it's going to be really cold in February and she's going to pull that quilt up over her body while she's watching TV and she's going to say Thank you, Linnea and Nadia. You have changed my life. All right. No, no, I do want to say this in regards to that. And I'm glad you brought that up for an example because you know you're not going to use it, right? So we're laughing and everything else. But on the flip side, let's say, for example, somebody passed, a loved one, whether it was a father, a grandfather, a best friend, whoever it was. What if you had those clothes or certain clothes that you remember them in all the time? Well, that would, I would go for that. Yes. Not a stupid radio station. No. But something legitimately yes. that brings is nostalgia that you remember loved yes. ones. Yes. Or maybe your kids' clothes from when they were younger. Or yes. like you were using the example of, you said somebody's um, swimsuits, yep. like her daughter's. Uh, it was it's just t-shirts, just like you. They were swim meets and okay. things like that. But that's, so. yeah. But I could see idea. that for your kids. Yes. I could see that. So yeah. again, instead of boxes and boxes and boxes, you have that one or two blankets. I've even seen pillows. They've taken like a dad's flannel and they made a pillowcase out of it. And I thought that was pretty cute. That is cute. So, yeah. And it has you know, that warmth and that tangible nostalgia. Yes. All right. So we've gotten some great tips so far, especially with things that we don't want to throw away, but we don't necessarily want them cluttering our lives either. 
what other tips do you have for us? Like, where do we even start? Think down in your head and your heart, like, what is the place that you really need that's driving you crazy every day? It gets worse before it gets better. When you start, and you just have to start, don't look at your stuff. Don't feel guilt. Don't feel anger. Don't feel nothing. I want you to go into the positive situation knowing that it's going to happen. It's going to get done. Stay focused. Stay disciplined. Turn on some music if it makes you feel good. Drink a Red Bull. Whatever you got to do, that cup of coffee, maybe a glass of wine, whatever it is, I want you to prep yourself to kick some butt. Next step, you're going to start with having four categories, and it's going to be keep, keep and put away, or let's say like sentimental items, right? We're going to go ahead and put those away. Trash, donate. I'm a big believer in donations. I've come from a place in my life where we were very poor. We've come to this country having nothing. I know what it feels like to have nothing. So I want to make sure when people donate, you go ahead and donate to a place where you feel good about it. Those are your four places to start, okay? Your sort piles. The easiest one, I think, to start with is trash. Let's say, for example, we start, where do you want to start, Sandy? What room? Pick a room. I would start in my office. Perfect. Office. So we know there's going to be a ton of paperwork, right? There's going to be papers. There's going to be trash. There's probably going to be a ton of recycling, that kind of thing. So we're going to go ahead and start with a pile. It doesn't matter where it is. Find a spot. And don't bounce around. So if you start on the right side of the room, stay on the right side of the room. Work your way across. Don't start to the right and then dip on the left and go underneath the desk and go on the bookshelf. (laughs) Don't go all over the place. That's how things just don't ever end. And be realistic about the situation. If you walk into your office right now, Sandy, you might say, this is going to take me a year to go through all this. But in reality, it won't. Set yourself small goals. It's not feasible for everybody to do it during the week, right? We have hectic lives. You have weekends. You have time. Put it on your calendar. So if it's a month from now, put it on your calendar. Take six hours. And commit to yourself that you're going to do it that day. Don't book anything else. Well, I really should, you know, I have to go to a dinner and I could just cancel my six-hour organization with myself. No, don't cancel. Your life is a priority and you owe it to yourself. Nobody else is going to do it for you unless you call me. (laughs) Does that make sense? So put it on your calendar. Start in this particular place and then work your way around. So if you're going to start on the right side, right when you walk in and you have a pile there, Get through that pile and then pat yourself on the back after you get done with that pile. Sort through it, the trash, the donate, the recycle, and feel an accomplishment. I think it's super important to own that moment of feeling accomplished. It's always going to be easy if you're ready and you're focused and you're disciplined. There's no magic in it. It's dedicating a commitment to yourself, knowing that you will have an end result if you work. Which is true of everything Everything. Life, right? Everything. Everything. Accomplishing your goals, getting to new career goals, new yes. weight goals, new relationship Absolutely. goals. Absolutely. It's work and you stay committed. You don't skip. You don't cheat. Yeah. There's no way around it. I don't have like a magic button that you could push and it's poof, it's gone. And you said celebrate the accomplishment yes. at the end. Celebrate the little victories. I heard that somewhere from another podcast, and I'm like, that's genius. We're so quick to move on to the next thing. We're busy, 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 but we don't take the time to really be proud of ourselves, and it's so important to take that moment. Even if it's a couple minutes, a second, it doesn't matter. Just feel good about what you're doing, and it transfers over to everything else. So going back to why you should organize your house or wherever it may be, Because it's going to make you feel good. At the end of the day, you're going to feel 
so much better. And then you feel like you can move on to the next thing, enjoy the more important things like your family, your friends. Those are things you can't buy. Those are moments that you're going to lose. You're going to pass on. And, and I'll give you a quick, small story, if that's okay. Absolutely. So I had a client who didn't celebrate any holidays for many, many years because they were going through a lot of personal issues, a lot of health issues. And one of their goals was to have Christmas dinner at their house for the first time in like eight years. To me, that was like, oh my gosh, I'm determined to help her. This is going to be amazing. I can't wait. I can already envision it. doesn't matter how hard it's going to be to get there. It's going to happen. So we did it. We organized everything. It was good to go. You could see the relief on her face. You could see the wheels turning in her head, how she's going to decorate. And she got so excited. And it fulfilled me so much. It was beautiful. She sent me pictures of them with dinner and how happy they were. I could tear up right now talking about it. It was wonderful. And that right there is a great example of how getting your life organized can make such an impact. So I think that's our takeaway right there. Mm -hmm. Before we let Nadia go, though, anything else, Lene? The last question I have for you is, how do we get in touch with you? If we want to ask you a question or if you live in Michigan and you're interested in getting professional organizing, is the best way through your website? There's a few ways you can get in touch with me. Definitely have my website, elorganizing.com. Another platform you can reach me on is my Instagram or Facebook page as well. And that is my name of my company, Essential Living Professional Organizing. And we'll put all the information on imagineyourselfpodcast.com as well so that people can just click over and find you. Well, Nadia, this has been so much fun. And I'm just going to go and stare at my office and figure out the first thing I want to do. And <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. Let me know if you need some help. But I'm not quilting. <laughs> Thank you, Nadia, for coming in. So, Lene, we are imagining ourselves. Overall, imagine yourself letting go of the constraining, cluttering, crappy things that you've got going on and letting the beautifying, uplifting, organizing, and reimagining begin. And if you're ready to begin, we have even more tips on our blog page at imagineyourselfpodcast.com. While you're there, make sure you check in and say hey. All our social links are on there and our email address too. So until next time when we have something new to imagine, a reminder to be kind to others and be kind to yourself too.